Is this the end for biracial lesbian vampire TV shows? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. A bunch of woke TV shows and movies just got canceled. And this is mostly because Discovery Channel, the Discovery Channel company, um, bought the Warner Brothers company from AT&T. And Discovery has a streaming service called Discovery Plus. And then Warner Brothers has a streaming service called HBO Max. And apparently Warner Brothers, or you know Warner Entertainment, uh, there's a woman who's like the CEO in charge of that, and she she wanted a lot of woke programming created, and so that's what Warner Brothers and HBO Max was doing. But now that the company got bought, she got fired, and like the person under her got fired, and then we're waiting to see if the person under that is going to get fired or not. But I already mentioned, so they, they canceled Bat, a Batgirl movie. I guess it would cost $90 million. So it really, it really was an expensive movie that they had finished making, and now they're not going to release it at all. And so if you want a good um, breakdown of all this stuff, you can go to Dan Merle on YouTube, M-U-R-R-E-L-L. I mean, you know, most YouTube channels are like, oh, Batgirl got canceled. Get woke, go broke. But he breaks it down from the business perspective. And so apparently when one company buys another company, they get to do something for in the first year that they can't do later. Basically, they can do tax write-off stuff of some sort in the first year, like use it or lose it. And so it's advantageous for them to just you know, like you know, they could they could release they could release the Batgirl movie in the theaters and say it makes 10 million dollars. Like, oh, at least you got 10 million dollars you wouldn't have had. But in fact, for various tax reasons, it's better to just put the thing on the shelf and never let anyone see it. And now Batgirl seems to be woke, you know, they, whatever, they took a, Batgirl's normally a uh, white redhead in the comics, but now she's a, I don't know, Afro-Latina for this movie. And apparently the movie's not very good also, so it's, it's not clear, you know, did they cancel it because it's woke or just for money reasons or both or who knows what, and it's bad. But apparently they also canceled a Scooby-Doo cartoon. And so, as far as I know, that wasn't a woke Scooby-Doo cartoon. But anyways, they could just for tax reasons, you're just better off for some reason of just never releasing that movie. And so they had an earnings call. That's where the CEO of the company you know, gives up and gives a speech to the shareholders. And so, and, you know, not just those two movies, but they are canceling a ton of HBO Max stuff, like maybe even almost everything that HBO Max was doing. Obviously, HBO Max is associated with HBO, the cable channel. So basically on HBO Max, you could watch everything that HBO has made over the years on the cable channel. And then they made other stuff that was exclusive to HBO Max. And so I think all the exclusive stuff, whatever, it got stopped. It's done. It's shut down. And so not every single TV show and movie was woke. But it all, you know, it's close. I think it's close. It's almost like everything, everything that they were just about to come out with, I guess, in the upcoming year was woke stuff. And apparently there was like an HBO Max kids division and that thing got completely shut down. Um, like, you know, I don't know these, I don't, I don't know these shows. I mean, first off, a lot of these shows haven't come out yet. So you, you can't have, you can't have heard of them. So you're not like, oh, that woke show got canceled. It's like, what woke show? It never existed. Or then there's these kids' shows. I never watched any of the kids' shows, so 
when they go poof into nothingness, you know, I barely notice it, but I don't know. So Dan Merle, he, he showed several clips of, um, or still pictures of these kids shows. And so, you know, I don't know if this is all, yeah. I mean, I don't know how representative this is of HBO kids, but I bet, I bet it is. Anyways, it was like, you know, one show was, I don't know, I think a, a family, a family where everyone's black. Another show was a family where everyone was Hispanic. These are live action shows. And then there was a cartoon called Little Ellen. And it's apparently based on Ellen DeGeneres' life growing up in New Orleans. And, you know, Ellen DeGeneres is famous for being, well, she's the most famous lesbian in the world, basically. She ain't straight. And so I don't know if HBO Kids has exactly zero straight white kids in their shows or not, but as far as I can tell, that may be, it may just not be allowed. And I decided, I went on YouTube, I wanted to see a little bit of Little Ellen to see, you know, what kind of gay stuff they're putting forward for the kids. And I just found like one clip, it's like a minute long, um, and it was where her toothpaste and her toothbrush get married. And like this little Ellen character, she takes some toilet paper and creates a wedding dress out of it. You know, like a white classic wedding dress, sort of made out of toilet paper. Anyways, the toothbrush and the toothpaste both got wedding dresses. And it's like she's playing with dolls. She's like, do you take toothbrush to be your... See, that's the thing. Okay, I can't remember what she said. I thought they were going to say to be, you know, I now, I now pronounce you wife and wife. But they didn't do that, they say. I now pronounce you married, but they definitely didn't say the word husband in there. So, you know, if you're a little kid, I mean, it's, it's made for little kids, I think. If you're a little kid, you wouldn't even realize that they just told you it's okay for peoples of the same genders to get married. But, you know, anyways, there's, there's definitely some sort of, there's some gay stuff in there. I mean, it's probably fine. But so anyways, a bunch of diverse and equitable kids shows, uh, they all got canceled. So, kind of like I was saying, basically, if you just cancel all the TV shows and movies that are coming out in the next year, well, then you're going to basically just end up canceling nothing but woke TV shows and movies. Just because, you know, that's what's, that's what's cool right now is to make woke stuff. And like, you know, like the, I think the new movie, I mean, it's not a very big hit, but anyways, the new movie in the theaters this week is called Prey. It's based on the Predator franchise where aliens go to earth and hunt humans like they're i guess big game hunters and it's a woman you know the star of it is a woman it's a it's native americans and the star is a woman so i don't know if it's woke inside the movie i don't know if she's going around fighting the patriarchy or whatever but you know they're like hey let's make a i mean i imagine this i don't know they're like hey let's make a movie that has no white people how are we gonna do it hey Let's set it 200 years ago in the Native American days. Sweet. And they're like, are we going to have a man be the lead of it? Like, no, that's not woke enough. Make the, make the lead a woman. Okay, done. And I watched some reviews of it. It's supposed to be, it's okay. It's not bad, but not good either. And I will say, if you want to make up, if you want to try and make up for all the bad stuff that white people did over the last 300 years in America, um, you probably should remember the bad stuff that we did to the Indians. Like, people don't remember the Indians, and the reason why is because we killed them all. There ain't, there ain't no one left around to remember, barely. And all this stuff has kind of happened because Netflix's stock price, you know, got cut in half, I don't know, six months ago. 
because before that, Netflix's stock price was just through the roof, and people were like, wow, just you know, this is a way to print money. You do a streaming service, and you can just print money. And so, you know, I can't even remember all the service, streaming services that are out, but you got like Disney, Warner Brothers, um, Paramount, Peacock, which is NBC, Comcast. I mean, it goes on and on. And the thing about all those streaming services is that they're all money losers. Or at least, you know, like say, you know, they spend a billion, let's just make up a number. They spend a billion dollars on making TV shows and then they get a billion dollars in revenue from their subscribers. So, you know, so if you, if you, if you run it like that, that means you made zero dollars. And I think that's basically how Netflix did it. So it depends on the streaming service, but a lot of them were paying more money out than they were getting back. And the idea was, who cares, because the stock price is going to go through the frickin' roof. You don't need to make money if your stock price is going up. That's how you make your money. You don't make money on the actual streaming service. You make money on the stock price. But since Netflix stock went down, people are like, whatever. Everyone is reevaluating and going, you know what? Maybe we need to make money the normal way a company makes money and not this, I don't know, it's a bubble, basically, and not this bubble shit. And so, you know, I don't know how true this is, but what it kind of seems like to me was Netflix and all the other services are like, if you went to them, you know, if you, you're like, I want to create a show about lesbians. They're like, sweet. Here's the money. Go make it. You're like, I want to make a show about black people. I want to make a show about fighting the patriarchy, whatever it is. It's like, if you just went with them with a woke idea, they all wanted it. You know, maybe you'd have two streaming services fighting over your... For instance, lesbian vampire TV show. Basically, as long as your show was woke, you couldn't lose. They just they would all someone someone would give you the money to make it. But anyways, now that has changed, and so HBO Max, which I think was number three. I think the no, top streaming services are Netflix, Disney Plus, and then HBO Max. So having the top the number three streaming service just completely gutted. So that's you know that's a perfect example of it. But then uh, Netflix canceled a show called First Kill recently, which is another example. And it's about like a white teenage girl vampire who, I guess, meets her at high school, goes to high school, and falls in love with a black teenage girl vampire hunter. And I think Netflix was pushing it hard, like, you know, the dashboard. If you have Netflix and you go there, they'll probably have something at the very top, like, hey, check out our new things. So I think they pushed it hard, and that's how it got these ratings, but I believe First Kill was like in the top three shows on Netflix in America for like a month, and was in the top five shows on the entire world for like a month. So I mean, it was, it had good ratings. There's something called retention. So Netflix, I don't think tells you the retention. They're just like, oh, this, you know, 10 million people watched the first episode and what they mean is like they they turned it on you know you don't know if they completed the first episode and you don't know if they completed the whole you know watched the second episode and watched every episode of it afterwards they just tell you the the first number so it may very well be that you know millions and millions of people turned it on and then said this sucks and turned it off we don't know on that one but in any case netflix just said they're not going to do a second season and so it takes a little bit more balls to cancel a uh you know, biracial lesbian vampire show than, I don't know, a show about a white man. Because Twitter, you know, I guess cancel Netflix is trending on Twitter. People are like saying, you're homophobic for canceling a lesbian show. 
you know, you might think, hey, you're not homophobic because you did one season of it. But anyways, you're homophobic for canceling it. But I think companies are starting to be less afraid of people calling them, you know, homophobes and racists and whatnot on Twitter. I, I'm not sure, but I, I, think, I think people care less about that now. And I think, what, it's, it's been more than two years, I think, now since George Floyd was murdered. And, you know, it's been over a year since Trump was in office and people are, whatever, people are calming down. I mean, you know, people go around making false accusations of racism they really only have as much power as whatever normal people give them, which for a while there was like, wow, we're going to give you all the power. That's a terrible thing. I don't want to be called that. I'll do anything you say. Now, so anyways, Warner Brothers, which is the second biggest media company after Disney, they just canceled a fucking ton of woke shit. But we're going to have to wait and see what they do next because they're going to start making some new stuff at some point. Do they start making more woke stuff or do they stop doing that. I mean, we don't know. And so Warner Brothers said that they're going to emphasize theatrical releases in the theater more than streaming now. And like they own Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman. So, you know, if they can make the kind of money that Marvel movies used to make before they got woke, um, and there's a lot of money to be made there. I mean, it's going to be very tempting for them to race bend, you know, a whole bunch of the characters and gender bend. But the Slate Culture Gab Fest, they were talking about the new economics of streaming and theater stuff. And they're saying that basically there's only two kinds of movies that make money since COVID in the theater. And that's these, you know, big action movies, you know, comic book movies, Top Top Gun, um, Maverick also. And then horror movies, because horror movies are cheap to make and in comparison to the cost, make a lot of money. But like comedies and dramas and... You know, rom-coms, chick flicks, whatever. All that stuff, it doesn't make money in the theater anymore. And so, but if people were still making it, you would just, you would get it on Netflix, you'd get it on a streaming service. And so, it leaves a little bit of a question. If the streaming services cut back on the amount of shows that they're making, which looks like what they're going to do. I think Warner Brothers, they said they're going to do quality over quantity. That's their new watchword. So, does that mean that basically just the, kind of the lower-budget comedies and dramas, um, maybe there just won't be that kind of movie anymore. It's going to go away. It won't exist. And one of the guys on the podcast was saying, you know, it may be true that that disappears, but what seems to be replacing it is foreign movies and TV shows. Like South Korea, you know, Squid Game and whatever. South Korea produces a lot of very popular stuff on Netflix. I think, you know, Germany, Spain, and France, they all make their own stuff. Maybe Mexico. Oh, India. India has some big-ass hits. Like, I can't watch any of this stuff because I, I don't... Something wrong with my eyes, so I can't read subtitles anymore. I used to only, only, only watch stuff with subtitles, but now I can't do that anymore. I think I did it too long. I did it too much, and my eyes said, no, 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 no. Quit watching stuff with subtitles. But so anyways, I'm not hip to all the new foreign stuff because a lot of it doesn't have dubbing you know where they talk over the thing but anyways that'll be interesting um i think maybe sometimes they'll you know they'll just they'll film it in multiple languages like india sometimes will film a show in i think hindi or whatever language that that they they uh, speak over there tamil and then maybe they'll redo the scene with them speaking english also so that'll be cool and i'll tell you what other countries 
are not woke like America. And while we're talking business, um, Tesla stock has gone up. Elon Musk is richer again. And he was going to buy Twitter and make it not woke. But right after he signed a deal saying he was going to pay a ton of money for Twitter, um, the stock market crashed. And he's been saying, you know, he's like, oh, I don't want to pay for it. I mean, he signed on the dotted line that he has to buy Twitter, but he's like, I ain't going to buy it. And so we don't know what will happen exactly. But I think he still wants to buy it if he can make it work. And so basically the way that it will work for him is if he, if he's rich as hell because Tesla stock is high. Because when Tesla stock fell, just like everything recently, and then he was feeling poor. So if Tesla, and Tesla stock is going back up. So if he feels rich, then that's half of what needs to happen for him to buy Twitter. And then the second thing that needs to happen, which is either Twitter needs to be worth a ton of money so that the amount he agreed to is, is a decent deal, or the value of Twitter needs to fall so freaking low that um, the board of directors of Twitter agree to sell it to him at a lower price. Even though he said he'd pay a bunch, they're like, fine, you can have it for a cheaper price. And so Twitter is suing him, saying, give us the money that you promised. And I think the court case is going... It's going to happen in October, so you got got a few months. And so we'll just we'll just have to wait and see what happens. You know, does Twitter is Twitter afraid the court case won't go their way, and then they cut a deal before the court case? And they could do a couple deals like, hey, give us five billion dollars, or hey, fine, you can buy it for. I think he promised to buy it for forty-four billion. Like, fine, you can have it for twenty billion. They could do a couple deals like that before the court case. And basically, Elon Musk is in the wrong. He signed the thing, but the problem with that is the court does not want to tell him to do something, and then he refuses to do it, and then the court finds out that they don't have any way to make him do it. Like, don't don't tell someone to do something if you can't make him do it. And it's tricky because Elon Musk, he's not sitting on $40 billion of cash, because I think the court would just be like, okay, send in the cops, make him sit in the corner and take away the cash. Like he's like, I'm gonna borrow money. I'm gonna borrow forty billion dollars and give it to them. So it gets a little funky to say, okay, you have to now go borrow forty billion dollars, and then people are they're gonna loan the money to him. They're like, uh, I don't know if we want to loan money to you when you're being forced to borrow it. So it gets funky. Twitter handle at Anti Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.